This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Blades of Glory. If you can dream it, you can do it. Uh, where'd you come up with that? From the movie. Oh. <laughs> no, doesn't he say that? And that, that's in the big banner behind him. Oh. Uh, is something is that a different phrase? It's like, I think it's a different phrase, but yeah, I know. Oh, okay. about really? Yeah. Oh man. Um, buh, 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 buh. I lost my. I uh, hear it. Um, my link. This came out in 2007. Uh, directed by Josh Gordon and Will Speck. Written by Craig Cox, Jeff Cox, Biz- Busy Phillips. What a name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Starring Will Ferrell, John. Who was the producer? Huge ass. How did you say this guy's name? Heater. Heater. Yeah, Heater. All right. Give him the Heater. Amy, Amy Poehler, Will Arnett, Jenna Fisher, William Fitchner, Craig T. Nelson, uh, Nick Swartzen, and and <laughs> other cameos by figure skaters and Rob Cortry. I miss anybody? <laughs> That's, it. That's the main people. All right, Alex, this and was Tanya your film? Har- no, not Tanya Harding. Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Flo from Progressive, by the way. Is who? Really? She's the ESPN reporter toward the beginning. Or when they when they go in to register as the, the two male skaters. Uh, yeah, damn, I never caught that. Yeah, not really paying attention for that when I watch movies. But, uh... Mm. <laughs> Uh, Alex, this was your mil- your movie. What's your history with this film? Uh, this came out during the height of uh, Will Ferrell's career. Um, this was a time where I was watching just anything Will Ferrell that came out. And I then- mean, you, you could have qualified that with just saying anything for this movie. <laughs> oh, that's true. But Crouch referenced that with Napoleon Dynamite, and I was like, I'm in. And yeah, I love this movie. I love this movie. Uh, uh, I like it a lot. Did you see it in the theaters or no? I did. I can't remember where, but I just remember watching the movie. And I've seen it a bunch of times since. I think that's why I can't remember <laughs> the first time that I saw it. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. I did not see this in the theaters. I saw it on cable or something. And yes, this was the height of Will Ferrell. This is kind of when I was I was over Will Ferrell. He was kind of like, I'm looking at now. There was Talladega Nights, and then there was this, and then there was Semi Pro. I felt like he was just doing the same thing over and over again. So I got a little too much Will Ferrell during this time. Yeah, um, it has its moments. And we'll talk about it. And and John Heater, I, I saw Napoleon Dynamite. wasn't a huge fan, but um, but yeah, and I think. Around this time is when I had started watching Arrested Development. So I was more interested in him and What's-His-Face. And then I didn't know Amy Poehler really that well because I didn't watch SNL back then. And this is obviously before I started watching Parks and Rec. So it was interesting going back and watching them on this. So this is when Will Arnett and Amy Poehler were 
married. Yes. Right. Yeah, I mean they I mean they've only gotten divorced in the last five or six years, I think. Well now, never mind. Time flies. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it was during Arrested not arrested development, uh Parks and Rec where they got divorced. Did, did we mention Nick Swartzen, by the way? We did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can only think of three movies that he's been in. I've only seen two of them. <laughs> it was like see, this, uh, this grandma's boy. Dick, yeah, and the other one that I never saw. The Adam the Sandler. porn the porn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyway, so this is my first time seeing the movie. Uh, I thought it, it didn't look that good <laughs> when when I saw the initial trailer. No one just really seeing it in the theaters. I don't think I was over Will Ferrell like like you were, Jeff. It just it just looked bad. Um, but yeah, also I'm I'm not a Napoleon Dynamite fan, so I you know the there was no draw for me there with, with John Heater. Uh, <laughs> Party of one. Yeah, so yeah, this is my my first time watching it for the podcast. Going in fresh. There you <laughs> go. All right. All right. Well, as usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, what's your number seven? My number seven is <laughs> that toilet paper was gross. That <laughs> yeah, was, was towards, making me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, towards the end of the movie, they really he really sold it, <laughs> uh, and he had to get the key to the handcuffs that he was tied to the toilet with, and uh, the only way he could do that is to pull the piece of toilet paper that rolled from the garbage straight almost to his mouth <laughs> like a red carpet <laughs> it was so ridiculous the setup and everything and then he oh there's just cigarette butts and gums and i think i saw a couple condoms in there it was like oh my gosh but yeah that was gross <laughs> yeah pretty damn gross all right uh my number seven um oh jeff's going next yeah 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 is uh it feels all right i just says huh this movie's funny because it's gay like it's two guys doing stuff and we're supposed to laugh at all these stupid jokes which it's not like um, it's a woke thing or anything it's just like it's it's low-hanging fruit most of the jokes yeah in this movie. yeah they relied a little bit too much on on that i mean it could i guess it could have been a lot worse um yeah and mm-hmm. they and just I don't know. It was just like, come on, you guys are professional Hollywood the, hilarious people, and you're just going, yeah. "Oh, these balls are in my face." Uh, the the, the uh, only yeah, the the only gag from that 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 didn't make me laugh, but I thought it was kind of funny was when he's holding him up just purely by by his groin, like like I thought that was a funny shot, but everything else was just yeah, it was just too much. Yeah, I just felt like. You guys could have done better. Like it, it's a it's a decent concept, but then a lot of this low hanging fruit jokes are just like, all right, come on, I could write this, and that means it's not that funny. So let's move on. Hmm. There was so. no, there was no. Um, what, what what did Dick Donner say for? Uh, hey, he dislikes for similitude. Yes, there's none of that in this movie. <laughs> uh, so, all right, Scott, number seven. Uh, number seven, I I did like. So, so I watch like a lot of people. I, I watch figure skating once every four years. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. It's just not mm-hmm. something that's on my radar. Uh, what but, about the Summer Olympics, though? Well, the the the, the water skating is a little bit different. Oh, okay. um, they should but, bring rollerblades into this. <laughs> I mean, uh, roller, same roller, thing. Roller skate, roller derby. How about that? Oh yeah, uh, I'm in. Yeah. It is a sport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Yeah. Uh, Alex loves sports. Um, I do. I don't care who knows. So, uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, I don't want to get too much into the skating for the most part, but I just, like, again, there was none of the verisimilitude. Um, but I did like the Flash Gordon song and the costumes going at the end with the lights on it. Uh, that that did uh, again not make me laugh, but I was amused by the costumes, and and I'm always up for the Flash Gordon song. So I thought that the combination of the two were were, were good. So that's my number seven. Something positive. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right, Alex, number six. My number six is. Uh, I just had my physical recently. Doctor says, hey, you know what? You need to lose a couple weights. I'm in my 40s. So it's like, all right, it's understandable. I got to take care of myself. So I'm on a diet. So when we see the cutaways <laughs> to everybody saying, uh, reacting to uh, two figure skating partners being men. And the one guy comes over <laughs> and he puts two hot dogs in one bun and says, does this look right to you? I'm just thinking, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, that looks delicious. <laughs> If those are two bratwurst, like oh man, that'd be awesome. I'd go for a brat. Yeah, I could go for a brat too. No homo. <laughs> well, of course not. It's no, just bratwurst. Yeah, just just following up on Jeff's thing about the low hanging fruit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Just, that I know joke, it is, but ah, man, double Costco dogs. Come on, still buck twenty five. I know. In, it's in, awesome. the, in the rampant inflation that we that we live in. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a buck fifty, isn't it? Is it a buck fifty? I guess. So. Anyway, it's no, a yeah, great deal. It's, it's, it's still the, like, yeah, it's still super cheap. Yeah, yeah, you can ask for as much sauerkraut as you want. And still, then, and the CEO of or whatever of, of Costco says it's going to stay that way over his till, till he's basically dead. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Until his evil son takes over, yeah. or daughter. You know, it's a new world. <laughs> and you get burps for hours on end that just taste and smell great. <laughs> you get, that's, yep. that's the thing. You pay a dollar fifty and you and you still get to taste it like for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it satiates. And, and you walk by people and you burp and they're like, oh, that's gross. But you know, I need to go to Costco. Just <laughs> <laughs> to get toilet paper and some hot dogs. Get that lost yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my number six, and I'm going mostly negatives at the beginning. Uh, Nick Swarson sucks in this movie. <laughs> it's not funny at all. He... Talk about someone trying too hard, and it's just... <laughs> I, I, I feel bad. That's why he's always a side character. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with him, like, surprisingly. Oof. like I had problems with other people, but not him. I did. I thought it was bad. And then I was like, oh, there's maybe a post-credit sequence on this. And then it was him just doing the stuff with the dolls. And it was just like, oh, my God, turn it off. I pulled, really? I, I pulled a Jeff on this one. As soon as the credits hit, I did not. <laughs> yeah. I've actually never seen that post-credit scene. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like after the main, well, like after maybe like a minute into the credits, it has like, while well, the other credits are going, he's in the window and he's he has dolls of him and the two figure skaters and just, oh, you better treat him right. It was just, it was awful. Wow. And I've only seen one other Nick Swartz movie too. That's Grandma's Boy. And he's great in that. I really love that movie. But in this, oh. I, I did I did like his line when he's running away from the, whatever, the loading dock with Heater. He says, I'm still going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and like then, shrugs that, like, yeah. <laughs> let me chuckle. 
I like the. Right. Didn't he say that, like he followed a Ukrainian skater and the whole place smelled like soup? Cigarettes. I think it was. Insane. I don't know. Oh, uh, well, I thought it was soup, and that sounded delicious. Again, diet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Scott, number six. Okay. Number six is six I, is good. I did. I did like the uh, <laughs> the some of the things they created for this movie. The the National Skating Federation, um, <laughs> where it was it was like the Hague, where there's this, this big court <laughs> and like they're banned for life. Um, it, it was it was fun seeing like the most famous. Uh, ice skaters like I, I i wouldn't have recognized them but i recognize the names like like i don't know what dorothy hamill looks like but or but not not dorothy hamill but uh, peggy fleming um you know and some of the, the other famous uh ice skaters it was kind of cool what about brian boitano brian yeah. boitano what would he do <laughs> beat up kubla khan but yeah, just the idea that there was this big court and it was this big deal, and that uh, William Daniel Daniels was presiding. Um, I don't know, was this his last movie? <laughs> it could have been the the movie that killed him, as as we like to say. Um, William Daniels. Daniels. Uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of, of being this governing body and that they were irrevocably banned like they could, it could never even be overturned like that that was just what's in the rules and then just the whole thing that they always do in these kinds of movies where the the that trope of well there's no rule against the thing that we're going to try to do <laughs> and then everybody's okay with it so yeah so that's my number six the there's no rule that court. a mule can't kick field yeah. goals. There's no rule that says a golden retriever can't play basketball. <laughs> well, there wasn't until now. <laughs> See, Hollywood makes a difference in sports. I guess. Alex, number five. <laughs> number five is we don't get to see the whole routine, but I wish we could of the whole Will Arnett. And Amy Poehler doing the JFK Marilyn Monroe routine <laughs> towards the end of the movie. <laughs> oh my gosh! Not only is the skate they they don't uh, focus in the highlights, they don't focus on their beautiful skating, but on all the props and everything, and yeah. like the pills and, and the Heimlich maneuvers. Oh man, that was brutal and hilarious at once. Pretty funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number five, this is my last of the negatives. And this is kind of, like I said, over, over Will Ferrell. I thought I said too much Will Ferrell. Like, he's just being him. He's just being himself. And I, I don't know, or himself during this phase of his career. And it's just got, you know, he might as well be going like, and just doing all that stuff. And just <laughs> when he's drunk and he is you know, Disney on ice or whatever, just all of that just felt like we've seen this a million times. And I don't know. It just, I think this is why people said, like, hey, you haven't seen Step Brothers. You haven't seen this. I just kind of got, I got over it. This like might've been the last one I saw of him. Like, all right, I've seen these. I'm done. I see. Um, uh, so yeah, Will Fer- too much Will Ferrell. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Alex, or sorry, Scott, number five. Uh, number five is that Will Ferrell and John Heater are both bad in this. Uh, 
So he you didn't like the icy hot super slide. Oh well, no, no, I didn't actually. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Uh, well, I hold my nips every time I see that. So Heater's just like kind of playing down his competition here. Like I, I would argue that Farrell's worse than him in this movie. Uh, I would hundred percent agree. I thought he was. Okay. I thought Heater was okay in this. Yeah, like Farrell just like constantly like you. You pretty much summarized it, Jeff. He's just constantly got it dialed up, and it's just. At at no point in this movie do does he ever act like a like a normal human being, um, which in the logic of the movie, I guess is fine, but yeah, it just was not working for me. And most of the stuff he was doing, like I I didn't find all that funny. Um, it could it could have been like the backdrop, like we already talked about, with just the longing fruit of the two male skaters, um, just. But just him just being like we've seen him be a funnier version of this and other things. Um, so, yeah. And then again, wasn't a heater fan going into this like this did not change my opinion. <laughs> I do. I do think it was weird that the that the movie does like focus on heaters character. Like they almost makes it seem like it's going to be his movie. And yeah. then they just kind of throw that all out the window. Like. I don't yeah. know. That was, yeah. it felt like some weird writing to me. Um, like it felt like there needed to be a scene of of like Will Ferrell as a kid. Like it didn't matter which one of them went first, but uh, yeah. yeah, seeing him skate in the main streets of Detroit. Yeah, like there was honorable mention to the <laughs> under to the to the, the frozen sewer skating in Detroit. Yeah, which I, thought, yeah. I, thought, I thought that might have been the funniest like line in the whole well, the whole movie, the funniest gag in the whole movie. Uh, well, no, I take it back. Second funniest thing in the whole movie, um, but oh, uh, man, yeah, seeing some scenes like from that would have been amazing. But uh, yeah, just weird writing um, for his character. So and anyway, that's that's kind of a surprise going with me going on tangent. But uh, yeah, Will Ferrell and John Heater not good. It's my number five. All right, Alex number four. My number four is <laughs> just the, the concept of the Iron Lotus itself. Um, because like Scott, I am a fan of the cutting edge, not as big as Scott, but I knew exactly <laughs> what they were talking about. As soon as they met Craig T. Nelson mentions the iron Lotus and <laughs> shows that video of the only country batshit crazy enough to try it. Oh my gosh. That was horrifying. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. More, more to say about that. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, yeah, my number four is just the ludicrous head chop um, <laughs> from that footage. Yeah, it kind of comes out of nowhere in this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I my made, gosh. <laughs> it made me laugh the first time I saw it. And I chuckled again this time. So I got to give some props to that. That's my number four. Scott. Okay. My number four um, was the... <laughs> The only one of the, the few scenes that I that I that I really liked, um, it was kind of sweet and weird and 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 funny all together, was when they're on their date and they're comparing the childhoods, um, and she finishes oh, up yeah. with the like, like Jennifer is actually really funny in this. Um, so I don't mention that, but uh, uh, with just the way she she delivers that last line about how her parents like got killed in a car wreck. 
<laughs> and then they kiss. They have the, the weird kiss. Yeah. And, then she, and then she says, yeah. wow, I never really thought thought that story was very romantic before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that, that made me chuckle. But yeah, I really like that scene. Um, just the... But, but, and he in that scene is good too. Actually, I'll, I'll give him credit for that. Like the two of them together, um, just yeah. being awkward. Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of a sweetness to it uh, that I liked. Yeah, because Farrell wasn't in the scene. It was actually decent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ew. So yeah, that, that's, that's. And you said she was actually funny. I mean, I you ever watched so, the sorry, Office? I so think she's she, really good in that. I, when, I, when I say actually funny, I mean like she's funnier than the people that are known for being like like heavyweight comedians in this movie sure okay yeah. yeah no no she i yeah don't get me wrong yeah she's she's very funny in the office yeah i think she has great timing on yeah, the office yeah, and yeah. stuff, with she, stuff. She, so um yeah just, <coughs> just the way she's, she's playing this character here um like yeah i think she was funnier than than polar arnett um as well so at least more nuanced performance uh so yeah uh, yeah it's yeah. number four i would agree with that the the date i guess for you to summarize Mm. All right. Alex, number three. My number three is <laughs> the fight at the uh, Grublet's ice rink. <laughs> Not so much the fight, because we, you know, I kind of saw that coming and everything, and they tussled, but <laughs> more so the replay <laughs> when Craig T. Nelson is uh, watching them. <laughs> it was so stupid, but so freaking brilliant. When they were tussling around and everything, and then <laughs> Will Ferrell tosses Josh Heater, and then he, he wait he replays it and he freeze frames, and it's he's doing like a like a perfect <laughs> like yeah. ice pose, like oh my gosh, that gets me every time. You know, that that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like, this is my no, number three as well. Work. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is my number three as well. Alex, it was just I forgot about that, and, just, and that's what triggers him to put them together. Yeah, they're just perfectly flying through the air, and just oh, I was dying. It's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, that's that's inspired right there. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my number three as well. So Scott, what's your number three. Um, just just real quick before we before we go to my number three. Uh... The Craig T. Nelson's character. So I was reading the the trivia for this. Um, I I guess him and uh, the the dance instructor Jesse, um, the actor Ro- uh, Romani Malko, they were supposed to be a couple in the movie. Yeah, like I did not get that at all. Did Did you? I didn't. Yes. Okay, well, good on you, Alex, because I did not pick up on that at no, all. No, the I know the, it's very subtle in there, but the the clincher was that in one of the scenes in the background, there's a stained glass window okay, with the, both of their okay, silhouettes so, yeah, and yeah, a heart that, in the middle, and I was like, oh, I think I think they're gay yeah, and they're I, together. Yeah, that's I, awesome. Yeah, I didn't, that that's what the trivia was saying. I, yeah, I, I I guess I just wasn't paying close enough attention, but hmm. I thought that was like again in a movie that was like tiptoeing around not being like homophobic like why like why were they being so subtle with that relationship like like that uh, that was weird again weird choice for me uh, but anyways yeah um so my number three um the the chase like it did not make oh, any my number two any like any sense to me whatsoever it went on for <laughs> way too long it did go on for way too long. Uh, the, the, uh, I still love it. They go inside the building and then outside again. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's just not good pacing. Um, 
like them running around on ice skates like they've never walked on ice skates before like like you can move around better than that on ice skates like on like yeah it, it just yeah i know that pissed me off scott because you can walk <laughs> fine like i'm definitely like you if I ice skated, up your blades you're not gonna be able to skate right anymore, right like but you can definitely do what they were doing yeah no I've, I've like ice skated like four times in my entire life and i know that you can walk around with them like <laughs> um that just like why was he even running away from him like will ferrell's like twice the size of Burnett. he did not have any like weapons or anything with him like it just it, nothing about it made sense um yeah it just it's made the movie just screech to hot for me couldn't couldn't wait for that sequence to be done oh well, that's my number three good one because yeah that was dumb and it went on too long and it was dumb and, and the only thing sorry go ahead Jeff. Well, I was say the only thing when they were on the escalator and their blades got stuck in there I'm like okay that would probably happen <laughs> yeah um he so he falls into the ice I was waiting for them to make like some kind of reference to to the again to go back to the underground like sewer skating but nope he just claws his way out like and in not a particularly like comedic fashion yeah just Anyway, so that Alex, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's your number two. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, number two. sorry, real, just real quick. I was looking at the cast, and uh, when I saw Scott Hamilton, it reminded me I saw him skate at SeaWorld one time. Because <laughs> of course, wow, yeah, with Shamu. I just looked it up. I just looked it up online right now. In 1988, wow. this is San Diego News. Scott Hamilton. Yeah, it was just some weird thing. He had an outdoor rink, and he would just like SoCal just. Do little tricks and talk to the audience, and yeah, we're probably anyway. power to these guys because, like, yeah, we for like maybe a couple Olympics in a row, possibly three, probably not three. Like everybody knows who you are, and you're like a, a star for five minutes. Like whatever you could do afterward. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So good yeah. on him. Well, I think when they go pro, they'd make decent money. They tour right. Like once these guys finish the Olympics, I think they. Don't they make decent money? I, no uh, I mean, I, I hope so. Consultant yeah, or no coach? Idea. No, but you just professionally skate, right? You go to like Honda <laughs> Center or whatever and they <laughs> you have go to the grublets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's the thing that they don't want to do, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, all right, Scott. I'm sorry, Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is the ice chase. Uh, I like it. The the whole scene with the uh, yeah on the escalator was great. <laughs> They're just there, just talking. It's like are you Rod Serling or something. It's like oh, it's JFK. It's a whole thing. Uh, shooting snowflake <laughs> with a fucking crossbow. Oh my gosh. Uh, the but the, what was most impressive was that stunt while they were skating like off the grid. Uh, that had to be real, right? Where that guy just limbos, like uh, uh, Will Ferrell uh, does, like a power slide under the pipe, but then Will Arnett's character just it does like a limbo thing, like almost ninety degree to get under the pipe. That looked amazing. I wasn't paying attention. I might miss that. Shiva Sage, that looks so fucking cool. That was just a great stunt. I appreciate a good stunt, and I hope that was one hundred percent real because it looked like it. It was great. Ice skaters. <laughs> All right. Sock out. 
Sorry, I'm clicking on these links for SeaWorld. Also, that same weekend we were at SeaWorld, uh, one of the killer whales killed another killer whale while we were there. Jeebus H. Living up to the name. Blackfish. It's mentioned in the in that, what was that documentary? Blackfish. Blackfish. Yeah, they mentioned it in that. But yeah, we were there for that. We had no idea. They kept it hush-hush, but my dad like called my mom and, do you guys see the whale? Or like, well, we saw him earlier this morning. Oh yeah, apparently he killed the other one. <laughs> Your dad couldn't wait to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, it, was on, it was on the news. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds like yeah, my, right, my uh, dad would not have hesitated either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there was a cell phone, so he couldn't tell us right away. We just like my mom checked in from a payphone at some point, and <laughs> that's what it was. All right, um, there was a lot of stupid tricks and jumps in this um, movie, which were fun. But uh, the one where they just went running and slided in each other's crotch, it made no sense. But I laugh <laughs> like, what the yeah, he's scissoring each other. I don't. Know. <laughs> what the fuck was going on? I chuckled, so I had to put that on here. And that's it. That's my number two. Scott. <laughs> okay. So so my number two um, kind of ties into what you were saying, Jeff. There, there's way too much of the, the actors on the ice. Um, some of it, like, painfully in front of, like, a green screen. Um, I, I give them credit to... They, they obviously trained enough so they could kind of skate around a little bit and do like the dumb like hand movements and stuff. Uh, but there was just way too much of that. Like, and, and again, we've, you know, we've all seen enough ice skating to know that's just not what it looks like. Um, the verisimilitude uh, again. <laughs> um, yeah. Just too much of that. Just, just do some fuzzy camera angles and lighting and let the stunt people go to work. Like, just more of that, less of them would have been better. Or even better, just cut cut back on that altogether. I mean, I guess the movie was only like an hour and a half, so yeah. uh, I guess there wasn't too much more to, to trim out of that. But there's still just too much of that. Like, I just waiting for all those scenes to be over, um, except for the very last one. That was just because of the Flash Gordon song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I have a little more to say in my number one about what you said here, but okay. Uh, Alex, number one. My number one is Queen. Ah. Flash Gordon song. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Gets me every time. Uh, and then finally pulling off the uh, the Iron Lotus. Gives them a little a trimmer shape. But yeah, mostly Queen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my number one was... I did think the CGI was hilarious in this. And I laughed <laughs> a lot during some of the just exaggerated, like, throw. And they just, they, it literally looked like it was like, I could have done it in Photoshop. Just, like, carry the person five extra, like, feet forward. <laughs> I was laughing. Some of the face replacement was kicking my ass. But mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it because at least it stuck with the the movie type or whatever. So I liked the, especially when it wasn't, like, super over the top, like, the you know, the finishing move or whatever, but when it was just like, just, all right, we're going to make Will Ferrell do this fly at the air. And like that happened during the fight too, right? When he threw him onto the pad, he just glides an extra 10 feet. I, <laughs> it made me laugh. Those yeah. are hardest I laughed was during some of the exaggerated C- CGI or whatever that you want to call it during this. So that's my number one, Scott. Uh, so my number one was the, 
the Iron Lotus decapitation. Uh, that <laughs> that that was uh, my my biggest laugh. Uh, you know, which isn't saying a whole lot, but um, yeah, it's right out of left field. Uh, just all of a sudden, it was like super violent. Uh, yeah, just the did not see it coming, and then the, their reactions were good. Um, yeah, the the Iron Lotus decapitation made me laugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Any honorable mentions? All the dummy heads that were on the ice. He's like, I'm, I'm really close. <laughs> I can feel it. Um, when uh, what's his face is practicing? The uh, gotcha. I don't the magazine cover with uh, Will Ferrell's character. The let me put my poems in you. <laughs> I like that. Luke Wilson cameo. Yeah, Luke Wilson cameo. That's true. <laughs> and then you remembered, <laughs> you know, your steps to come. Yes, I did. Until a roommate who's a yoga instructor came in with a bottle of canola oil. Jeebus <laughs> age. All right, well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. Mm -hmm. One being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. Alex, what do you give this movie? I'm going to give it a five. It's not perfect, not my favorite Will Ferrell movie, but I still enjoy it. I still laughed a lot. Okay, I'm going to give it a three. I didn't like it. I can't say I hate it, but I did not like it. And with the fact that it didn't pass it turned me off of other Will Ferrell movies, I think says a lot. So, three mm. for me. Scott. Also three. Uh, just was not feeling this movie. Um, again, about the only redeeming thing about this were, were a couple of jokes and Jenna Fisher. And it was short. And it was only an hour and a half, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't overstay its welcome. All right, well, now it's time for our crossover topic, which is what, Alex? Our top five impossible moves. Or maneuvers. Or maneuvers, yeah. There you go. The maneuver at the Battle of Tanat. All right, and I'll just preface oh, damn, my... Uh, it should have been on my, list. my list. Not on my list. <laughs> not on my list either, but I thought about it. I don't know how mine are impossible, but they were like... Training, you know, you pull them off at the end to do something. That's kind of how I did mine. Yeah. I tried to keep it to that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Well, Alex, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is, uh, well, the move that this whole movie is pretty much based around that's aping off of, which is the Pemchemko from The Cutting Edge. <laughs> Pemchemko twist. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's there. There is a version of it that's been done for years, but it's not quite the same as the one in the movie. The movie is the movie one is impossible. The one that's done in real life is quite difficult. Yeah, it's very it impressive. Just, just physics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so did not allow for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn you, reality! <laughs> All right. My number five is maybe cheating, but because somebody says it's impossible before he does it, I'm putting it on this list. 
And that would be leak, uh, leak, Luke blowing up the first Death Star. Because that's impossible, even for a computer. Hmm. I'll allow it. So, yeah, I mean, but he used the bullseye wop rats on yeah. his T-16 back home. There yeah, no but another guy meters. tried it. Red leader tried it, or gold leader, whatever his name was. He tried it. He couldn't do Negative. it. So. <laughs> Did old whale belly try it? Well, no, it wasn't whale belly. It was pig. Porkins. Porkins. <laughs> what was his? Porkins' his wife. <laughs> No, Piggy. that was his, no. That was his other nickname was Whale Belly. No, it was Piggy. Well, it might have also been Sucks Piggy, to your but asshole. also also Whale Belly. Listen oh to uh, Star Wars in character. What bro. the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> that was his nickname. They also called him Whale Belly because Who's he they? could fly solo to the ground. Uh, the other Rebel pilots, he could fly solo to the ground that his X-wing would barely. Scratch the the surface of the ground no, like a whale so like it's, a whale's belly. It's Porkins' belly run was this maneuver. It's not whale belly. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, look it up. What? You look it up. There's no. I just did, and there ain't no fucking whale belly. There are no whales whale belly. in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> but apparently there's pigs. <laughs> yeah, Porkins. Oh, Gamor- Gamorian guards. I'm looking it up right now. Whale belly. Yeah. Anyway, Belly Runner and Piggy are his nicknames. There is no Whale Belly. They didn't Scott. call him Whale Belly? <laughs> Scott, what's your number five? All right. Uh, my number five, uh, again, let's start with one that might be cheating here. Um, God, I hate even talking about this, but uh, the hiding in the fridge... To avoid the nuclear blast, beginning of a movie that may or may not have actually ever been made. Uh, yeah, Scott, you should feel terrible for bringing this up. <laughs> but but it's allowed. <laughs> what's, it, sure. what's it bringing up? All right. Crystal Skull. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Just, well, fine. I'll allow it. It's a lead line. That's my number five. Yeah, lead line refrigerators yeah, did yeah. exist in the fifties. I'm sure. It it, it was uh, lead line <laughs> refrigerators asbestos. and yeah. asbestos <laughs> refrigerators. So <laughs> plausible. Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is uh, an old Robin Hood myth: splitting an arrow in twain. Oh, nice. Which is, uh, according to Mythbusters, quite impossible because of the grain of the wood in wooden arrows. Now, there has been reports of people telescoping, like, uh, arrows. You know, the the tubular ones made out of (laughs) aluminum. You can telescope those, but splitting one completely in half to hit the target? uh, Most probably quite impossible. I I just like the the guy in... Men in tights that gets so excited <laughs> that he like hocks up a loogie. He spread the air in twine. Yeah. He's just this big cloud of spit. I get another shot. Oh, that's not fair. He had a Patriot arrow. He did have a Patriot. That, that was uh, <laughs> time. One of my friends, first things is time makers. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. Anyway. I think also on Mythbusters they were showing like in slow motion. If you look at the way an arrow moves, it yeah. like wobbles yeah, it in wobbles. the air, and that would make it makes it really hard to split a straight thing in half. 
It's mm-hmm. crazy. All right. Uh, my number four is actually from a movie we've done in the not too distant past. And that'd be the Triple Windy from oh, my number one. Back yeah. to School. Hired for me. Yeah. All right. Well, Back talk to about School. Then. Scott, what's your number four? My number four is uh, Rima Williams. The uh, well. <laughs> I can name a couple things here, but I, I will go with the uh, the dodging bullets uh, without saying too much more about that. Uh, but basically, if you're looking closely enough at somebody, you can see the the carpels in their hands begin to flex, I, and then you know he was hearing them. Maybe you hear them. I don't remember. I need to watch it again. It's yeah, been, it's been, it's we been should. We should wink. We should watch Maybe it again. We should watch it. Again. Wink. It's been a minute. <laughs> foreshadowing. We'll see an authentic portrayal of a Korean person. <laughs> no, we won't. Oh, my gosh. All right. Alex, number three. My number three is the one-legged crane kick that uh, director Joe Esposito wanted uh, Daniel LaRusso to do. Remember this? I think it was you, Jeff, that told us this bit of trivia. Yeah, I mean... Well, is Difference between impossible and ineffective. No, it's impossible. Yeah, so in the movie, he jumps and kicks, lands on the other foot, and then immediately goes back to the other foot. What the director wanted was, or not the director, the writer, who was a karate guy, was to, you know, jump with your right foot, kick the guy with your right foot, land back on your right foot. Yeah. Because that was the whole thing. Daniel's left leg was busted, or whichever leg was busted. That was supposed to happen, but... Mm -hmm. Hence the whole uh, scene Dan- with Miyagi with the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Can so, we get um, a medic? Lewis is going to fight. Nice. I will say this is higher on my list, but I mean, I it was about, just the regular version, too. Damn, it was a hard I thought, I thought about, oh, yeah. I thought about the crane kick, but like, it seems like physically very possible to do so. It didn't. Yeah, but the way you do it, yes, can defend. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about Z-Z. it. Z-Z. Yeah, you got to do it properly. Yeah, yeah. and then properly. Well, I mean, basically, LaRusso does it properly once, and then the other two times he tries, he gets his ass kicked. So I know. So it was, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I guess I guess it is in favor of it being very difficult to pull off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. My number three is a little bit different, but this is from an episode of Seinfeld, and <laughs> J- Jerry's girlfriend or the roommate of jerry's girlfriend yeah i just saw this episode (laughs) so fucking good yeah he likes her better than his actual girlfriend and so he wants to to pull the maneuver to switch to the roommate (laughs) the switch and him and george have it's like it's impossible to do it 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 never happened (laughs) but then they come up with a strategy of how it could be done by telling the girlfriend she's interested in menage a trois and she'll be so pissed off so she'll break up with him but she'll tell her roommate the roommate will be like actually i'm kind of yeah, interested intrigued and then, yeah <laughs> this whole and the whole thing happens fantasy scenario yeah oh my hilarious. gosh that was, that's one of my favorite seinfeld <laughs> moments oh my gosh yeah. i can't believe i didn't think of that <laughs> and then i just like later when george tries to do it and then yeah. they're into it <laughs> he's into it oh really <laughs> Well, I think they're both into it. Both times it happened. Yeah. Remember, Jerry says it, and then they're into it. And George is like, this is amazing. Yeah. 
Is... <laughs> That's like discovering plutonium by accident. <laughs> so, so I'm not. I've, I've never seen this before, but uh, I'm looking at the cast list. The Charlotte Lewis from uh, Golden Child as one of the roommates. I don't. I mean, I, no, I don't know she she was dating George. I think it might have been in that same episode, and George thought that she was throwing up to uh, because she was bulimic. Talk, talk about and so George George was upset because I'm paying for those meals. Jesus Christ! Talk about impossible maneuvers, like George landing. <laughs> Charlotte Lewis. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, no. The whole show was a fantasy. No way these guys could pull those chicks. Maybe Kramer, maybe. Lewis. Oh, yeah, that was George's. Yeah, she was the bulimic one. <laughs> but he was only concerned because he was paying for the meals yeah. and she was throwing them up. <laughs> Elaine, of course I'm concerned. I'm paying for these meals. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, Scott, number three. Okay. Uh, my number three. Um, be surprised. I'm surprised this hasn't been on somebody's list so far, but maybe it's higher than somebody else's. But uh, mm. can go with the the knuckle puck. Oh, motherfucker! That's a good one. Um, Damn it! I didn't think of that. I mean, I don't know, Jeff. You've you've played a lot of ice hockey. Like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. assume that. That's not a thing that is possible to do. Um, I mean, not the way they do it in the movies. But if you shoot a puck that it's on edge, it usually does some. Yeah, weird I'm sure there's there's some stuff. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's not going up and down and up and down like. <laughs> but if somebody yeah, can do it consistently, dip. yeah, they'd be unstoppable. I mean, no, some guys are good enough that like on a dump it. So you would if you had a clear scoring opportunity, you're not going to do that. But say. You're just crossing the red line. You're going to go to line change. And sometimes you'll just, these guys are good enough. They'll just throw it on the goalie because it can fuck with them. It'll like dip or something like that. Some guys can actually do that in the pros, but wow. it's not like it is in the movies where it's, blah, 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 you know, going up and down. <laughs> All the way across the rink. Yeah. Is that her first person camera view? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, de- I mean, it definitely does different things than a goalie. Or you, I try to bounce them in front of the goalie too because they can take weird bounces and goalies aren't like, short stops and so they're not really used yeah, to, to I mean, doing you, things like that. like a lot of goals are just like they're they're garbage goals right they just clean up off the rebounds and yeah so anyway but and none of jeff's goals though mine are always top corner snipes mm-hmm. not, not going mm-hmm. five hole jeff oh yeah i can do that too <laughs> but, yeah. it depends nutmeg no, I usually just stand in front of the net and the puck hits me in the ass and goes in the net. <laughs> there you go. A goal's a, a goal. They all count as much yep. as the next one. Mm-hmm. All right. But anyways, knuckle puck is my number three. All right. Alex, number two. My number two is <laughs> the Dimmuck from Bloodsport. Oh, that's eh? that's a good one. I... I... It's the the one the hit punch to the nuts. No, that's the one hit killing blow. Where he says, "Oh, you're from the Tanaka clan." I want to see the dim muck, and then uh, Jean Claude Van Damme gets ready to do it on a stack of bricks. Like, and you assume he's gonna do it to the top one or break all the bricks, and the guy goes, "No, no, bottom brick." So he has to concentrate all his chi, so that when he hits all the bricks, blah, only the bottom one explodes in slow motion. It's amazing. That is a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. They reference that in The Suicide Squad, and I love it. 
All right. Um, my number two is the crane kick from Karate Kid. I think for me, this was kind of the first. Well, it might not be impossible. That was, you know, train for it. And at the very end, you pull out your last maneuver and you win the match. It's kind of the first thing I kind of thought of with this. So mm-hmm. that is my number two. Although we used to call it the bird. I guess we didn't know what a crane was when I was a kid. <laughs> the fucking bird kick. Yeah. And then my, someone told me it was, it's, a, it's a bird. So we always call it the bird. When Daniel does the bird, that's how we call it forever <laughs> as a kid. He flips in the bird. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Scott, number two. Okay. My number two, uh, yes, is the triple and D. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, but if you've got... <laughs> Talking about impossible moves. Yeah, oh, my gosh. If you've got a stunt double, anything's possible. But, uh, mm-hmm. So I think we talked about this when we, when we did back to school. Uh, yes. It's... It's possible. It just nobody would ever do it because kill yourself. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Not only that, but I mean, he was doing flips. Like he tur- he did a three sixty like lateral turn to- from going from one diving board right, to the next. Right. Right. Yeah. There's no like, fucking way. He, there's lots of reasons why somebody wouldn't want to try to do it, but. uh Oh, it's later, so they keep doing like the close-ups of Rodney Dangerfield's like faces. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the best yeah. part. Of it. His eyes get big. That's uh, uh, yeah, the the triple Lindy. All right, Alex, number one, the uh, triple Lindy. Oh, the first thing I thought of the most impossible of impossible moves I've ever seen in a movie, <laughs> and I've watched a lot of martial arts films. This is the most impossible. <laughs> All right. Well, my number one, speaking of a martial arts film, would be the five-point palm exploding heart technique from Kill Bill. So No, that's real. <laughs> so, uh, you know, honorable mention for me for, for that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's a good ending to that yeah, he movie. He taught you the five-point mm-hmm. exploding heart technique. Yeah, exactly. Of course he did. Now, what if he was if he took one step to just go into a wheelchair? <laughs> just what if, like, what if, what if you? What if it's only on the ground? So what if just like the floor was lava for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting yeah. to think about. <laughs> Scott, number one. <laughs> uh, number one is is the Pamchenko. From uh, Pamjago Twist, from Cutting Edge. It's too dangerous. All right. Yeah, DB Sweeney uh, almost decapitated that poor he girl. Did. He did. Mara Kelly almost died. Mm-hmm. Uh, my honorable mention, which was only impossible, was an impossible maneuver for me, but not for my brother, and that'd be like Mario Kart cheats when you would jump the track to gain. <laughs> Extra level. Oh so. man, when I learned that, he was pissed. <laughs> I learned how to do that. He was he was very mad. And then I did it on my on my kids <laughs> and my wife had to regulate. She's like, Alex, you can't do that to the boys. It's <laughs> so like, oh boys, where where you at? <laughs> kids. Why are you so far behind? Hey, when they port those games to different consoles, they leave those things, those glitches in or no um 
like like for something like Mario Kart 64, yeah, they would leave that in. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Unless they're like, they better. They're, they're doing like a remake. It's possible. Um, here's, here's the thing with a lot of those old games. People love those glitches. So there's just like mm-hmm. not a lot of incentive to fix it. But so, Yeah, I would think but so. But here's, here's the thing though. Sometimes you're rebuilding a game to like do an HD remaster or whatever the case is. And using a new engine, like it could be a pain in the ass to build in something that isn't, you know, part of the design. So right. um, mm. short answer is I don't think they've ever actually done an updated version of, of, of Mario 64. So um, yeah, and it's not even a track on the latest on, on uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. Um, they have a lot of old tracks from the 64 era. That, that's not one of them. Yep. I'm guessing it's for that reason. All right. Any other honorable mentions? <laughs> uh, uh, the Crazy Ivan. Crazy Ivan. Uh, I first heard about it in, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, not Serenity, but Firefly. And then want to pull a crazy Ivan. And I guess it's an old submarine move where the submarine just <laughs> moves in a zigzag pattern to confuse the radar. Well, it's, it's a whole, the enemy. it's a whole big plot point in the hunt for red October. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. So it, yeah. it did make a lot of sense to me because like, like submarines aren't that maneuverable. <laughs> the idea was mm-hmm. that you would like, turn around as quickly as you could like it didn't make a lot of sense to me but i like the name of it though mm-hmm. crazy Ivan. yeah the crazy ivan speaking of zigzag maneuvers that little rickon boy from game of thrones should have ran rick in a zigzag manner yeah. from uh <laughs> the bastard well i mean charlie's theron is kind of the poster child for <laughs> is that prometheus yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, it's, it's other, in three maneuver I'm a maneuver, but the Kobayashi Maru is an impossible mission. Oh, yeah. Right scenario. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, so. Kirk wins. Patted myself on the back for my ingenuity. <laughs> All right. Sign for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So, unwritten rules in baseball, right? There's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still just scratching the surface. But one of them, of the written and, rules. Yeah, <laughs> serious. Uh, what one of them that I really do like, and that it just, it's like this is like a once in a lifetime thing for anybody that does it, is you just stand in there, you have one of those beer beer cups in your hand. Somebody hits a foul home run, whatever, into the stands, ball lands, blank, nothing but net, right into your beer cup. You've got to chug it. Right? Uh, I mean, I mean that's any, the rule. If there's any beer left. Yeah, I know. How much yeah. beer is left in that cup? But that's the rule. Like, does that happen in golf? If it happened in golf, someone's probably going to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they don't chug the ball. They just chug the beer. Hockey? Usually, has that ever happened? I know they have the nets to protect the, stand, the, the fans in hockey, but... It, plausible I've, right i've heard I mean, pucks still go into the stands yeah. but uh no i mean yes, it's, it's <laughs> happened before but there, that, there is no unwritten rule for either of these yeah. uh, the unwritten rules typically don't apply to fans so you gotta check in, it. in i've heard i forget the comedian talking about 
going to baseball games in South Korea, how they, you know, instead of like the kiss cam or whatever, like they'll have like, if the camera gets on you, then you have to chug your beer then. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. I think that is a good one. I like that rule. Yeah. I do too. They've been at Ducks games. They do that a lot. These, you'll see the people <laughs> the going chug, all of a sudden. Chug cam. But it's like, that's $20, man. Yeah. <laughs> and savor that shit. <laughs> yeah, savor, savor yeah, that. That's fine. That's high. That's yeah, high. Pabst blue ribbon. <laughs> that's high quality Budweiser. <laughs> 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 they do have those cups they fill from the bottom though, which I'm fascinated by. At least and Angel Stadium. And it cool. Yeah. They only have them in some parts of Angel Stadium. Yeah. But yeah, they are awesome. Still, uh, and if, if you're at a sporting event, a football lands in your beer, you got to chug it. <laughs> That's the rule. I'll say if a football lands in your beer, you're getting jumped by a million other people trying. <laughs> it's worse than the ball landing on the field because of fumble. People will be jumping all over you through that thing. And if you don't have a beer, then you just have to try to eat the football. I mean, it's made out of pig skin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a chicharron. <laughs> Chicharrones. It's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Okay, uh, a bunch of smaller things to, to go over today uh, before I hand it off. Oh, uh, my junk? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I would need part of a hand for that, so none of it would be. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so a uh, couple things coming out here. Uh, Obi-Wan, uh, Disney Plus is breaking with their Wednesday thing they've been doing for a really long time. Although, I want to say Mando was on Sundays, or was that also Wednesdays? I thought that was Thursdays. So th- I don't remember. I thought it was Wednesdays. So Wednesdays well. also gay. Well, it, I think so. At, at, at any rate, they're doing Friday, this Friday, the 27th, um, as of the recording of this podcast, um, for Obi-Wan. Uh, we get the first episode of that, so... It's Damn. Tr- so that's to coincide with Star Wars celebrations ah. starting on Thursday. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Which also the real I know everyone says May Fourth or Star Wars Day, but I think the original release of seventy seven Star Wars was May twenty fifth. I don't know, but that's kind of that's why that lines up that way. Just, uh, gauging excitement, real quick on this. Uh, I know, I know, we're gonna watch it, but. <laughs> Zero excitement. On okay. My end. Okay. Like I'll, yeah, I'll be, I'll saw, be tuning in, but yeah, I saw Vader in the trailer. I'm like, no, I'm out. I mean, I'll still watch it. I'm hopeful, but I'm not expecting anything. For, like, yeah, I like not not lunches for me either. I, like, I, I like Ewan McGregor's. He's probably one of my my favorite actors, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I am from a meta standpoint. I am curious to to see like the on screen sort of redemption for Hayden Christensen. Like, uh, I know. I love that the fans love him so much now. Because he seems like, I mean... He deserves it. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's a jerk in real life, but he, he never, <laughs> he never like, he doesn't come off that way anyways. Like, yeah. when he easily could have, like, after all the, the shit that he's gotten over the years, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I'm curious about that. Like, uh, uh, but yeah. He has his fans. Us old people didn't like the that's, that's movies true. or whatever, but all the younger generation yeah, loves this, him. And I'm sure yeah. he's gotten plenty of good yeah. things in life with his portrayal of... I mean, Jumper. I mean, he's probably cash, still cashing sizable checks for being in that movie if they negotiated that. And panties. And panties, yes. Hell uh, yeah. Or, or boxers. <laughs> no whatever, take your pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you're right, Jeff. There is that, that whole subreddit uh, prequel memes or whatever. 
Um, there, there's, there are a lot of fans for, for the prequels. We're just not among them. Um, I am more and more after I've seen the sequels. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that popped up this week for me, because uh, I'll tune into the, the React uh, YouTube channel. I think maybe Alex knows what I'm talking about, but like they'll have like stuntman react or visual effects artist oh, like, reacts or special yeah, effects. I, people I, I gotta check in on that. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, like they're, they're usually pretty interesting. Um, like the one I watched watched most recently had had the stunt woman, and she was like she doing some crazy shit. Like <laughs> like like yeah, it was for CW, but it's still like she could have died like easily <laughs> to filming this stuff. So uh, mm. respect the craft. But um, it, it made me think of the one I watched uh, with the, the stunt guy, and they went over the 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 big fight scene in the middle of the second movie, uh, or the second sequel, whatever. The they kill Snoke, and they fight the guards. Oh, like okay. how the guards are all just kind of like, <laughs> like yeah, they're all like high or something because they're just like swinging at nothing, and like because. Right, Mm-hmm. Just the way that it was choreographed like, was was like stuff going on in the back of it. Anyway, um, so enough Star Wars. Uh, Please. Here's $5. Go see a Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> also this Friday, also the 27th, the 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 long gestating. <laughs> it's, it's been ready for a while now. But they finally released it because um, they, they only wanted it in theaters or they some Think the time is right, whatever. Uh, Top Gun Maverick uh, is coming out this this Friday. Um, mm. You know, I'll ask the same question again about excitement level for you guys. Ah, uh, none. Yeah, a little bit. None of these sequels that come out <laughs> ten years later, let alone thirty years later, are any good. So I hear the my Metacritic is like ridiculously high. I'm, yeah, middling interest here. Like, but I think seeing the dog fights again is awesome. That's like the best part of Top Gun, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, kind of just yeah, seeing that. That was like, but now it's all CG. Sorry, that was like before CGI. Yeah, yeah, dog, like everything. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Now it's all CGI, and like in the trailer, he's like flying between two jets, which is like, isn't that how Goose died in the first movie? Spoilers. Uh, what? So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but then again, you got Tom Cruise's insanity about having like real stunts and real, yeah. real oh, shit I'm, going I'm on, sure on camera. They got, so. I'm sure they got footage of like them actually in jets, but not like for the dogfights. Uh, but it, it, at at any rate, um, I I probably won't go see this in the theaters. Uh, well, we'll see. But solely the I'd thing, probably. the thing that's going to really keep me out. Is is my Miles Teller's mustache? Like, <laughs> I get I get exactly what they're going for. Um, that he's supposed to be Goose's kid, so he's got a mustache. But like, it's just a super shitty mustache, and it's distracting. And I don't think I can handle it. So you don't think he grew it himself? <laughs> well, I think he did. I think that's the problem. Oh, that's um, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, just. Not the same. Uh, what if it was Sam Elliott playing that character? Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. then I'd be, I'd be all about it. Yeah. Or Kurt Russell. <laughs> Who wants a mustache ride? Um, <laughs> yeah. Or Jade Ginger Heskar. 
Chandrasekhar. Chandrasekhar. Anyway. Um, So this is the second big movie, though, to to come out of the summer. I I don't know if Doctor Strange counts as the summer yet. Maybe as far as movies are concerned. Um, it did for our movie pool that Alex and I are in. Yeah. Um, so this is the the second big one, though, since uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. So we'll see how this one does. I'm sure it's going to make a shitload of money. Uh, like, I, I don't think there's yeah. anything else coming out against it, really. Uh, so, yep. It's another thing. Uh, riding the nostalgia train. <laughs> uh, moving on. Something I, I just found out about today. Uh, I don't maybe, maybe this is old news, uh, but uh, Schwarzenegger is signed on as to act and produce a a spy series on Netflix. So, we'll, oh, I didn't think Netflix had any money left. Yeah, I was gonna say this might be their last big swing, <laughs> uh, but I but I can't think of a bigger name they could have pulled in for this. Um, Daniel so Craig, letters. yeah, literally a bigger name. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like it's still early on, uh, but you know, I'm I'm down. I I have a soft spot for these kind of like B movie action esque TV shows. Like most recently, well, what did I watch? Uh, like Reacher, which I think was actually Amazon Prime, uh, where it's just like. This is just dumb action, but that's what I want right yeah. now. Like, I don't want to think about things. Um, yeah. And if I don't have to think about things, and it has Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I don't dislike it, that's that's all the better. Uh, so. Now, is this like True Lies, the TV show, or what? No, so, the, well, the, the premise is that um, he's a CIA agent, because, of course, <laughs> he's got to be some kind of, like, government U.S. government agent with that accent. Um, right. Yes, but they were all bad. Perfect spy. Uh, And his daughter also works for the CIA. But it turns out that neither one of them knew that they were working for the CIA. So they, like, have spent, like, her adult life, like, lying to each other, basically. Well, his probably, her whole life, him lying to her, and her adult life lying to him. Um, And they find out, and I'm sure it's Schwarzenegger, so... I'm sure he'll be like power slamming somebody like he did in the last stand or something because he's an old man now. But uh Yeah, it could be fun. Um I I really like Schwarzenegger's uh uh kind of online presence these days. Like he he gets the, the Twitter machine as it were. Um hmm. so yeah, that's the thing. Um something that just came out, uh Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh, wait. Probably wait for Alex. Ooh, yeah. Alex to give a review on this. Hell yeah! Uh, have you have you watched it yet? I I sure have. Okay, well I will let you talk about it in a minute. I don't know if you're going to, but uh, I sure was. Okay, um, finally, <laughs> um, something that I've I've watched. Um, I think the majority of the episodes so far, um, the Lincoln Lawyer, uh, based on the the books. I don't remember the author's name, but the uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Michael Creighton did this get it was not Michael Creighton uh, yeah. McConaughey did this character in a movie that came out geez like well over a decade ago I think uh, yeah and now they've, they've got a TV adaptation on that character and it's it's okay like, again if you're looking for something 
um, some legal <laughs> drama, some uh, some thriller elements. Uh, if you're looking into buying a Lincoln, yeah. If you want a Lincoln, uh, <laughs> like I, I will give the show credit for one thing. Like they they definitely film they're filming in Los Angeles. Like they don't yes. do this lot of this thing that a lot of shows do, where they like show long shots of Los Angeles and then they go to some house could be anywhere, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of time he's like, like Toronto. He's like on Hollywood Boulevard or he's on like like in front of Santa Monica Pier or something. So um Lincoln Lawyer, if you're looking for something to watch that does not require a whole lot of brain power. Uh, <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. And uh yeah, that that's that's it for me. Uh Alex Anything you want to talk about, including? Oh hell, you know, you know, I did. Shippendale. So yeah, I saw. Coincidentally enough, this weekend I saw two movies directed by Akiva Schaefer, who, if you don't recognize the name, is one third of the Lonely Island. Yeah, and yeah, he was the director of Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, which is why I think I enjoyed it. Yeah. Rescue mm-hmm. We hear Chippendales. Yeah, <laughs> which is great because they bring up, they bring that up. First thing you think about when you hear Chippendales, what's the first thing you think about? <laughs> and they bring that up. <laughs> they actually have a scene where Dale is backstage and he's working as a Chippendales. Chippendale. I heard they, they. I know. I heard they took a song that was like not for kids and just cut out the some of the lyrics to make it okay for the movie. Uh, maybe they have Friendship is Rare by Tenacious D. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. That no, that, that song is mostly, yeah, PC, okay. but I didn't recognize any other ones and, yet. Anyway, anyway. But continue. isn't there a thing that, like, they have, I, that you would know, because they have a kid songs, like, they take songs, like, songs that are, like, hip-hop songs that make them, like, Disney-fied versions of them. Yeah. We've been in cars with Charlotte and she listens to this station. And it's like, you know, they'll take songs yeah, like that are just like Bob. all sexual and content and stuff. And it's just oh, yeah, like, like Kids Bob. And, and the, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like weird when you're listening to Kids Bob and they're doing like a different version of Wet, at Puss, wet Ass Pussy. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> yeah, wet. Uh, yeah, we, that's not allowed in my car. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so my boys don't know anything except, you know... Two live crew and run DMC. It's so nice. Yeah, sir. Hell yeah, I like my butts and I cannot lie. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's definitely for kids, but it's also very entertaining. It's very funny, well written. Um, not as good as Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it's uh, not far off. I would say. Still, I would. Is it like cartoons mixed with live action? Or yes. What? Oh. Well, um, well, how much I of it am... relies on them interacting with live actors? Though, because it seemed like from the trailers, it was all just the characters. It, it's mostly the characters, but it is a lot of real world filming. Okay. Uh, but there's um, there are a lot of different mixes. There's some claymation, stop motion. There's uh, <laughs> speaking of a Lincoln lawyer. There's some uh, Uncanny Valley <laughs> stuff in there that's really fucking funny. Um, and yeah, it seems like they partnered up instead of uh, Disney partnered up again with like DreamWorks, maybe a little bit of Warner Brothers and Paramount to get a lot of uh, other characters from other franchises into this movie. And it was a delight. 
And <laughs> what a giant, huge surprise to me <laughs> was a certain blue speedster making a cameo appearance. I'm not going to spoil it, but it was the by far the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, and what are these kids' movies? Have you seen it, Scott? Uh, it has been made known to me, but I have not watched the clip yet. <laughs> it is so fucking so good. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll try to check this out this week. This weekend, because yeah, again, Lonely Island, Adams, Andy Samberg, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, doing one of them, right? And yes. then it's John Chip. Mulaney is the other. No, one? he's he's Dale. Andy Samberg is Dale. John Mulaney is Chip. Okay. Uh, the one thing that I was disappointed in, though, there's plenty of 2D traditional animation, but Chip is not one of them. Like one of the other characters, they're just. Uh, CG characters, they're in complete like 3D modeled and animated, but they have the uh, the cell shaded filter over them. It's not a real like hand drawn 2D animation for Chip mm. or Monterey Jack or, or Gadget and Zipper and stuff like that. Well, that was a little bit disappointing because you see other characters like that in the background, so they could have done it, but maybe it was time constraints or budgetary reasons why they didn't do it, but. That's so far my only negative. The movie is overall very pleasant, very funny. And uh, yeah, watch it with your kids. Uh, aside from that, the other Akiva Schaefer movie that I saw, unbeknownst to me, was just randomly. Uh, I watched The the Watch from 2011 when like The World's End came out. And it was that studio thing where it's like, oh, they're coming out with a comedy alien movie that we got to make a comedy alien movie. Type of thing. You guys remember this? It was like a neighborhood watch, right? And they're all idiots. Yes. Yes. Like Vince With Vaughn. Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. Okay. And yeah, that sounds yeah, familiar. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. And it was okay. It was better than I thought. It had some really good laughs. It had, uh, who was the other guy? Uh, he's really skinny now from Superbad. What's his face? Jonah Hill. <laughs> and, and the guy from the IT crowd. Oh, um, damn it. His Paul name O'Dowd? Escaped. Chris O'Dowd. No, no. Not the other guy. The. With the, oh, the, the fro with the wedge in it. Yeah, and everything. God, I can never remember that guy's name. Yeah, I, know. I know you're talking about though. And it's a unique name. You think I'd remember it, but he was great uh, in this movie. It, it was a lot better than I thought. So check it out. The Watch. This is one of those things where it's like, you know how you guys said you're kind of tired of the Will Ferrell thing? This is kind of like, eh, I'm kind of sick of the Vince Vaughn thing and everything. He's Vince Vaughn is very much Vince Vaughn in this movie. But other than that... Vince Vaughn is always Vince Vaughn in movies. <laughs> no, but this is like full-on Vince Vaughn. Yeah, that's a great example of... I have the same thing with Vince Vaughn as it is Will Ferrell. It's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. When he would go from his... Whatever. Yeah. So you won't like this. Vince Vaughn in this. <laughs> But the rest of the movie, you know what? It's pretty good. It's well-directed, well-written. Okay. Akiba Schaefer, man. Look out for this kid. He's (laughs) he's older than me, and uh, he's got chops. (laughs) Anything else, Alex? (laughs) Uh, No, that's it. All right. Hefe. I didn't really watch anything. Still haven't um, caught up on whatever that show, Midnight... Express. What the fuck's it called? Made that run. Midnight Express. Robert De Niro. I know. No, no. What are you talking about? 
don't know. The Disney, the the night, Moon Knight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Midnight Express. I know. I still haven't watched Fred that. Did you get to the weird episodes yet? <sighs> yeah. I like, I have like two more left, three more left. I don't know. Um, I'm all caught up. Uh, I finished Winning Time, which I don't know if we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about uh, that. Uh, Better Call Saul, watching that, still good. That's it. I wanted to go see Doctor Strange 2, but Laura said she hadn't seen the first one, so we watched the first one or tried to. She could care less about it. So <laughs> I did watch that, though. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, she's, I don't like this one, and it took like two nights to watch it, and so she, so <laughs> well, she, whatever. I'm watching she's it. Not a, the she's visuals not, are so fucking cool. She's not a cumber bitch. <laughs> yeah, I just think it, it wasn't. It wasn't what she was expecting. Like, and also, there's no other. She kind of likes the tie-ins with the other movies, since there's no real tie-in there. Ah, I see. I think that was the, kind of the cheese mess, the gossip between the superheroes. <laughs> uh, but it's it's probably only the third time I've seen it. Still like it. Um, yeah, that's okay. it. The only thing I wanted to talk about was, or Scott mentioned all the other stuff that's coming out, but also Stranger Things season four comes out this weekend. Ooh, uh, I still haven't Obi-Wan. even seen the trailer. <laughs> Neither have I. I'm avoiding uh, the I need trailer. To finish. Yeah, it's on my back. Well, I didn't finish season two. <laughs> I never finished season but two. But I hear they're gonna they're gonna split this latest season into two parts, which is the well, thing that's what now. They do now, yeah. But I think it's just a budgetary reason now because Netflix is dying. That's all I'm saying. I don't understand how Netflix is dying. I don't. I have <laughs> made some stupid. I don't moves. think I like. And so we do this dumb thing in, in, this, in this country where, <laughs> or we do a lot of dumb things, food. but uh, we're based everything solely on like stock price. Or, like Netflix isn't going anywhere. Like yeah, the model might change, some of the programming might change, but they're not gonna like be gone in a week. Yeah. No, but cheap the the people that they're laying off and everything the studio the animation studios that they're shutting down is like these are like really good like animations like the projects that I've heard that are being canceled by them that is like oh we're almost finished with this thing and now it's gone it's like oh I would have loved to see it like there's a lot of stuff that they're canceling that I I was looking forward to honestly yeah that is that is kind of a bummer like yeah. It just feels like they're one of these companies that they grew too fat, too fast, and now they have to trim the fat, and they'll get streamlined, and they'll start bringing stuff. If you just look at how much money they make, what twenty bucks a month from all of us, they're fucking doing all right. Um, whatever the cost is these days, fifteen, they keep raising. Again, the again this is all stock bullshit. Like they, they, they have to like they're still pulling in a profit. Like exactly. Like they're just like oh well we like it's it's dumb to think that. The profit is gonna raise like like that line's just gonna keep going up. Like yeah. it it just baffles me. Like a big old rocket ship into the sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just feel as if they've been a very agile company, right? They've changed their business model of stay ahead of it all this time, right? They were just doing the discs, and then they're like, Hey, we better start doing the streaming thing and then hey, we better make our own content because pretty soon people are gonna copy us and I think they'll be all right. So Anyway, and then also The Boys comes out in like a week and a half Ooh, as well. Yeah. Oh, I still need to finish. Another thing I need to finish up season mm-hmm. two. <laughs> and I'm looking right now. It looks like the, they're going to drop three episodes on June 3rd. And then it'll be a week to week thing. Damn, I can't. That's that's one of those shows where I can't watch them. <laughs> I can't binge because it's like I need to digest after one episode. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
I guess, I guess yeah, that, so that is one of the good things about uh, the Obi-Wan is like it, it's easier when you know like okay there's only one episode I need to get through although still as about that opening day is going to be two episodes <laughs> two, okay. this time they, did, they yeah. did that with WandaVision I think right I don't know if they did it with Mando they didn't yeah, they, do it with Mando but, but they I don't did know do maybe WandaVision Book of Boba Fett they did okay right didn't they drop two they episodes? No, they didn't. I think that's what people were complaining about. Like it's, it's uh... I don't know. But that was like it was supposed to come out on Wednesday, and then they 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 pushed it back a couple of days. I think to align with uh, the Star Wars celebration, and then in doing that, they gave an extra episode or something like that. There was a little disclaimer by you, you McGregor. Hmm, okay. um, yeah, and then celebrations this weekend. Uh, we're not going. I uh, know <laughs> we were supposed to go to the Anaheim one when it was supposed to be in 2020, mm-hmm. and then this whole pandemic thing happened. And uh, yep. still, um, yeah, I'm still scared of going to any convention. I mean, because yeah. <laughs> you go to any convention, you you come back guaranteed. I get sick like every time, and nowadays it's like no, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Well, not only that, I'm just kind of over Star Wars, so I don't even want to go <laughs> like I did in 2020. Um, but yeah, I mean, people go. I always have a. F- I've never actually been, but I always have a fun time watching this live streams all day long, and just they usually do get my fandom up again because I just see all my fellow nerds out there geeking out on shit, and it just kind of gets me going. So. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to seeing what's coming out of there. I mean, there shouldn't be any new news. Maybe the upcoming movies, which I don't even know what upcoming movies are. Um, I've kind of stopped paying yeah, attention. I've been so disappointed be <laughs> in this stuff, yeah, that I haven't paid any attention at all. Spiloni's um, writing and directing. It's like, okay, maybe. We got you know, Taika TD1. Is Ryan yeah. Johnson still doing one? Oh, yeah, that's right. Contract. I think even Feige. I think even the Marvel guy, Feige's doing one or something. Wow. I don't know. But that's all rumors, right? I mean, the Game of Thrones guys are supposed to do one too. And then last season, the Game of Thrones came out. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's okay. Bring back Star Wars 1313. Uh, yeah. So um, I think that's <laughs> all I had. Uh, I think it's one other thing I don't remember. But yeah. So. If you are going to celebration, have fun. If you aren't going, I recommend watching some live streams and some videos, and it's it's kind of entertaining. At least yeah. in the past, it has been. I don't know how it'll be now, but well, that's it. And hey, and if you're visiting from out of town and you're in Anaheim, you're in our neck of the woods. Reach out to us, and we'll like you know say hi. <laughs> we'll we'll wave how, at you but... from a respectable distance. Yes. Yes. With a mask. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you need any tips, we'll tell you how to get around the town. I've already Definitely. heard yeah. for people like, we're going there and we're staying in Anaheim, but we're going to go, we're going to Hollywood and then we're no, going to no, go no, over to Long no, Beach. And this. And like, you guys have no, <laughs> no idea what you guys are doing. I mean, you are. Like, no, you're if, you've got a, if, you're, if you're down here for the week, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we're, just be we're flying mindful to Sacramento and then we're going to drive down to Anaheim. Yeah, the greater Los Angeles area is very, very large and mm-hmm. lots of traffic. So, Jeebus. if you're down here in Anaheim, stay in Anaheim. <laughs> so, then, so, somebody made a list on Twitter of like all the all the states that have a smaller population than Los Angeles. <laughs> Jesus, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, and not even populated geographically. Like, I think we dwarf. And you, like you think of New York, Chicago, L.A., but it's like you can fit like twenty of those inside of L.A. 
as far as like oh she'll take graphical. it well it's i mean it's, 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 uh, I mean, it's not a vertical it's not a vertical city so yeah yeah there's like four all games. right and that's all i got so all right anything else boys nope all right thanks for listening everybody if you can dream it you can do it We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.